So you're in LA? I'm in Texas. Texas. They have In-N-Out in Texas now? Yes, they do. They have quite a few what of them. What the hell? Take, they need take a Just around here, there's like six of them. I kind of think like I'd love to have an In-N-Out local. And then we got like another local chain here. It's a Pittsburgh thing called Permanti Brothers, if you ever had them. No, I've never had them. They like, they do sandwiches and stuff from like, uh, I guess they started in like the strip district in Pittsburgh and they have like, um, everything is in the sandwich. So it's like the, if you get a pastrami, it's like pastrami and uh, French fries and like a, like a kind of an ethnic coleslaw. So it's like a vinegar slaw, mm-hmm. like in the sandwich and it's a monster sandwich. And like, <laughs> I would like rolling through uh rolling through pittsburgh like i would hit it like once maybe twice a year and it was awesome and then they put one in my town and i'm like uh like i have eaten them enough times now that i'm like that's gross (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) like you can't eat them every day i mean i don't know somebody does somebody with way more like you know arterial flow than me can eat it every day but like um but yeah the the, it's it would probably be the same with in and out like if they actually came here it would not be a good scene it would not be a good scene. And considering how busy they are over here, the lines are just like, you know, Chick-fil-A back home, you know, like the lines get ridiculous. In and out yeah. over here is the same thing. Mind you, Chick-fil-A is not like that over here. It's empty. I'm probably going to make enemies for saying this, but I don't really get Chick-fil-A. Like, I don't. I don't get Chick-fil-A either. I don't get I Chick-fil-A. have friend, friends who are like, no, no, it is amazing. And like, it is. Mm, I- it is. Uh, honestly, when I compare chicken sandwiches, yeah, Popeye's beats them all, in my opinion. Really? I think Sounds like you have like legit analysis. I can't remember the last time I ate a Popeye, so I'm gonna have to try that. Well, Ray Reyes, I'm catching you in a hotel in Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Hey, George. Thanks for making time. Ah, for you, anything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, for folks who don't know you. Uh, there's a lot more to you than Northeast RS6 Treffen, but I just attended that with you. I attended, you were like the man putting it all on. So, uh, so I, <laughs> I, was, I don't know if I did it with you or I was just there and you were being the man, but like, whatever. Um, we just did that. So, so, so at some point I'd like to get to, uh, what on Instagram, it's NERS6T, um, mm-hmm. on Insta and then they can find you from there. I'd imagine. Um, mm-hmm. But I met you a long time ago and it wasn't at an ERS 60. So can, can you give me a little background on, on you first before we get into the event? I guess started with cars or started with Audis. I don't really care. Let's start with Audis. We're, we're, we're going to disappoint one brand considering, but it's okay. I think we can disappoint that brand. Um, oh. I, th- I think like take it back to maybe 2005. Um, I was driving a BMW E430 rear-wheel drive, and I got caught in a snowstorm coming home. And I was supposed to go pick up my son, but because I hit a snowstorm, I had called his mom in advance and told him, hey, can you pick up RJ? I don't think I'm going to make it home in a snowstorm in time. So she took care. That's why I decided to take my way home and just take it easy, right? Because, I mean, it's rear-wheel drive car, snowing. It's like, you know, you kind of predict the weather that way. So I took it nice and slow. Then out of nowhere... I hit a snowbank because somehow the snow piled up on one side and the car lost control. And I went through the rails and was going to go over a, a side of a, like sort of like a small cliff and into a lake. And somehow 
between all of that, the bottom hit a rock and it stopped dead at the edge, like instant impact, like hitting a wall. So obviously, you know, the rear wheel drive didn't work for me because, you know, yeah. I, lost, I lost control on that, right? So I kind of, I let go of the steering wheel at the time and said, okay, if you're going to take me now, I'm ready to go because I think, you know, I've done as best as I could, right? So I let go of the steering wheel, said a quick prayer, and then all of a sudden the car hit a rock and it stopped dead solid before it even went into the water. So I was like, I got out pretty shaken and everything. You know, obviously the car, you know, once it hit, once the rock hit the bottom of the engine, you know, the car was total. There was no way that they were going to be able to right. fix all that, right? And the car had, you know, some minor damages when it hit the rail and stuff like that. So after that, it was like, okay, you know, I can't do rear wheel drive anymore. Obviously, you know, I'm in the Northeast. You know, we hit snores like that, you know, on a frequent basis. And I'm always struggling. So I switched over to Audi and I got a B5. Four wheel drive was by far the most rude awakening you can possibly have in the snow because it was just phenomenally fun. It was just, it was just fun. And I really enjoyed it and I never looked back. I've owned Audis ever since. So this is when, like what year do you think? That was back in 2005. Okay. So I progressively kept, you know, moving from Audi to Audi and, you know, enjoying every generation that came out from the B5 to the S4 to, you know, to the Q7, started getting into the SUV portion really enjoyed the Q7 and really like, because I'm a family man and I wanted something more roomier for the kids, I kind of really stuck to that first generation Q7 and really fell in love with that. Switched over to Gen 2 or actually the facelift Gen 1 and then, you know, kept going on from the Q7 to Q7. As life progressed, I decided to get more passionate and started collecting more Audis and now I have too many. So, so between so between the the SQ7, the RS4, the Coupe Quattro, the 90 sedan, you know, the A4 B8.5, you know, the RS6, which is the latest edition, you know. Yeah. Um it's been it's been a passion. It's been really a passion. I didn't know you had a, a B8 as well. I, I, yeah. I, I, yeah. I knew I about a, the Coupe Quattro and the, Yeah, yeah. The, actually my son is driving that one. We got we picked that one up a couple of years ago, the B8.5 and he's been driving right it since loves it. It's good starter. Well, yeah, I don't know if he, I don't know how close he is to it. It's a it's a, it's a sweet car. Yeah, it's a nice uh, good solid car, yeah. car to have a kid in. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, you know, Jordan's about to get a, you know, hopefully, you know, if not a B9 or, or maybe a B8.5 A4. Yeah. I gotta figure that out. My kids turning 16 too, and I don't know if I'm gonna be I know, I know, man. The kids are growing up, man. They need to slow down. Yeah, it, it moves too fast. So uh, on the RS6 thing, you what got one, you got one early, right? That's not the one you currently I have. Got, you got. I got, yeah. So that's a good story though, because you and I got into that conversation back, because I think you were the one that told me that it was coming to the US back in 2018. Yeah. When we talked about that, that's when I first decided to put my deposit down back in 2018. So well, that's a long really time ago. I was, I, it wasn't even like on paper or anything like that. But it was just rumors. Right. You know, and the dealers were like, you know, they take a deposit. And I was like, George, no, my dealers took a deposit. I'm on the list. Remember we talked yeah. about that? I'm number three. Yeah. Yeah. So I was on the list very early. So I was oh, kinda, yeah. that was kind of cool. That, that is. Although, so that kind of, you have an order down and then it comes around to ordering it. And you tried to order Nagi, right? You tried to order Nagara Blue. <laughs> yeah, I, I tried. I tried because I didn't want the one of twenty-five because it didn't have carbon ceramic brakes. Well, 
Did you know those tributes were coming when you ordered yours? I, I knew I knew that it was coming and I knew how it was coming. And I knew that it didn't have ceramic brakes and it was going to be limited on speed without the ceramic brakes. And I'm a speed demon. You, you know, you, you can't stop me at 150 miles an hour and expect me to be happy. So, so I didn't want that. So back when the orders came live on a system, I fully customized an Augie and submitted the order thinking, okay, yeah, I got this. I, I'm going to get this, you know, all happy. Right. One of my friends who owns uh, Audi Meadowlands, we were in a chat together. And that same day we put the order in, I told him the color. And he goes to me, Ray, I, I don't think you're going to be able to get that. And I'm like, why? It's like, because that one of 25, one of those 25 owners is going to be really pissed if they come out with a number 26. So I'm like, please don't scare me like that. Please don't scare me like that. Lo and behold, we called up Greg that same day, right? And Greg was like, yeah, I don't think that's going to fly. Somehow somebody in Audi also found out. And then the next day, Nagaro had a big X over it on the color and you couldn't select it anymore. So I was like, oh man, I knew it. PJ got me all stoked and all of a sudden took my dream away. So that was that. Was that. I don't know. I don't know if it's a myth or not. I don't know this car, but like, um, so, so when, uh, when I got my tribute, Roger Lavis, who works down at like, yeah, uh, deal. He's on our board. Uh, you know, Roger. yeah, I, I know Roger. Yeah, I know Roger. Right. So, so he went ahead and pulled up like a spreadsheet of like the 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 twenty five tributes. So I know which one of those twenty five mine is. But then supposedly there's another one that like somehow got through before they locked it out. So like somebody early on, if this person exists, like I don't know who they are, they're, and I haven't seen evidence speak, of the car. I would speak up. Whoever that no, is, no. please don't tell anyone. <laughs> How cool would that be, though, to be that guy who's that would, like, yeah, I, ha cool. I have the one that's not a tribute. And it's not our friend up in Ontario who we met last weekend at the, right, right, the right. Eastern Ken and Niagara thing. But but like a legit U.S. spec car. Not that Canadians aren't legit, but they, yeah, but of course, they can order the Garo because that's out of imagine, right, but Imagine that at the bar find number 26. Right. Someday oh, that guy's awesome. going to drop that on, bring a trailer and be like... <laughs> Poke a brother up. DC, or sister. DCB my Nagaro, number right. 26. Can you imagine yeah. that? I would be mad, but then at the same time, I wouldn't be mad. I doubt it's a Nagaro, though, right? Because, like, they ordered, it, if this happened, they would have ordered Nagi paint, but otherwise it would have been standard order guide, right? Like, it's not like all the tributes have, you know, they don't have, the, I mean, who knows, Ray? It might have ceramics. It could be your, it could be your unicorn, but like the, the it would have like, I don't know, red or gray like, stitching. Audi, you need to make it up to me, Audi. Come on now. Right. Find me that guy and take his car away from him. That's how, to, that's how to make it up. Um, <laughs> who do we need to talk to? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. So, so you get this Daytona gray car. Right, right, right. So, so because, because, okay, so go back to 2018, we put the order in. Yeah. Systems open up on order. I think it was late 2019, 2020. Right. So, um, you know, of course, I have already found out about Nagi. So then we go through colors, right? And, and Gregory's helping me out selecting colors because we want a one of one, right? So I went ahead, right? And, and somebody in the chat put a voodoo blue. RS6. So I changed my color to Voodoo Boo, but then realized that, you know, Audi exclusive is going to take longer. And they told me, well, you know, it's going to take a longer time, blah, blah, blah. You know, they told me that after, you know, waiting six months and then it goes, well, Gregory, goes, well, I can get you one right now, but it has to be like a regular color. He goes, 
So I was like, I'm okay with that. Let's just get a regular color. Let's just get it customized the way I want, you know, and let's put that in and get that right now because I'm going to be waiting for a while for the out exclusive one, right? So, you know, why not? Why not, right? So my dealer puts in the Daytona one and it comes in like in five and a half months, right? It came in quick, like, you know, considering I already have been waiting since 2018, you right. know, and, and, and drooling since then, right? I mean, six months was nothing, right? So we get the Daytona one and I mean, I, I just... It was, I didn't care about the color, just the car was absolutely amazing. It was just, it is a phenomenal car. And people say all these things, well, it's heavier. It doesn't handle like the C7. You know, I, I have a, I have a thing where I don't test drive a car I plan to buy because I want to be, I, I want to be the version of the driver and experiencing that for the first time. That's, you know, even though yeah. people have the reviews and we read all those reviews knowing that we write for the magazine, you know, I wanted to have that experience on my own without test driving it. Right. So first, first test drive, I go in and I'm ripping this car. Like, you know, there's no such thing as a break-in. I mean, I'm ripping through gears, like, and I'm smiling like a kid in heaven. It was like, oh my God, this car is insane. I thought the R8 was crazy. This thing was just fast. It's just a fast car. It's just, it was just that much fun. I really enjoyed it. And then, uh, then of course, you know, um, the Voodoo Blue came in just a couple of months ago and we wound up swapping the, the gray one for the blue one. And of course, you know, since I waited for two years on the Voodoo Blue, I, I hugged it as soon as I saw it. I just gave it, put my arms around it, even with the plastic wrapped around it. I was like, I can't believe you're here. It's like, you made it. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, the principal of the dealership just comes out and starts helping me unwrap it. You know, it's just, it's just an awesome experience. It really was an awesome experience. Well, that's, uh, I, I mean, it, it's, um, it's amazing. Although I will say, so you get it we got to get into this at some point because we'll talk about your event, but you get it and then you you wrapped it. So there's, there's, there's voodoo blue underneath this. I mean, the car looks amazing, but there's voodoo blue underneath. <laughs> that is like the running joke of everyone. Steve, Steve David hammers me all the time. It's like, how do you get an exclusive and nobody sees the exclusiveness of it? It's like, it's right. Like, is it like Cannonball Run, where like the two girls in the Countach like hit the car wash and like spray it off, and then and then like take off in the other direction in the white one, like the you know there were two Lamborghinis just randomly. So next time you do Cannonball, you could just roll in somewhere, peel it off. And... I don't know. It's, it's, uh, it's so 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 the story behind the rap was um, when when Audi came out with the RS3 in that livery, right? I, I actually the, the, fell in love with the new LMS. RS3 LMS, right? The second generation. Yeah, the new RS3, RS3 LMS. LMS came out with this delivery yeah. and I fell in love with it. I thought, you know, people were saying, oh, it's a crazy design. This is, you know, what Audi thought about something really cool. And they came out with this wrap on this car. And I, every detail of it, I love. And the way the RS3 was written in a different tone. And when you, when you take a picture of it and you change the colors on and the tones, you can see, you know, the undertone RS3. We actually did the same thing with this wrap. Um, Darius who's up in New Hampshire, um, designed this car from scratch. He did the 3D design on the RS6, which doesn't exist. And then he did the wrap on an RS6, which I thought was an impossible job, but he did it like in three days. You know, he was just phenomenal, phenomenal. Um, his, his, his Instagram is uh, Rapid Rabs, and uh, I'll, I'll show that to you in a minute. But I mean, the guy was just 
phenomenal. And he sent me a 3D sketch, like, in, in 2D, actually. He first sent it me in 2D. And I was like, wow. I was just blown away. I was like, yeah, let, let's do this. Let's do this. And lo and behold, before I even drove, as a matter of fact, I didn't even drive the RS6 when it came in. I actually just went to the dealership just to hug it and touch it and make sure that the wheels were transferred over to that car. And then, you know, Joe from my local neighborhood, the front Northeast uh, Autocraft, picked it up in his trailer and took it to his garage. And I didn't even get a chance to drive it. It had, I think it had like 15 miles on it at the time. Oh, wow. See, so you, you never even drove it blue. No, I didn't even drive it blue. Didn't even drive it blue. <laughs> it's crazy, right? <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> it is. But delivery was awesome. I mean, I thought it, I thought it was I thought it was cool. I thought it was unique. And then totally. come to find out, right? Come to find out, right? That a good friend of mine um who who runs who runs a rat company out in New Jersey um was actually I contacted him to do the rap and he says, Yeah, I can get it done, but it's gonna take a bit, right? Yeah. So so when when he said it was gonna take a bit, I was like, okay, Joe, do we have anybody else that might be able to do the same work? But, you know, do it faster considering the car just got it. And I don't want to sit without a car for, you know, two or three months. Right. Yeah. So so we contacted Darius and he got Darius to do it like really quickly, you know, and um, it was it was just phenomenal. Um, the, the way he did the work, the way he came down from from New Hampshire and actually stayed down here for a couple of days and did it. He did the wrap in two days, literally in two days. So you said he, he does race cars typically? Yeah, he does professional race cars, you know, as a, as a living. That's what he does. Uh, and he came down, took some time and did the rep in two days. And, you know, I, I paid him right there on the spot and, you know, drove the car the next day. What is his, uh, what is his Instagram? I'll throw it up here too. Uh, yeah, it's uh, R-A-B-R-A-B-R-A-B-R-A-B-R-A-B-R-A-B-R-A-B-R-A-B-R-A-B-R-A-B-R-A-B-R-A-B-R-A-B-R-A-B-R-A-B-R-A-B-R-A-
out on the streets. As a matter of fact, I've owned an RS6 for a year and a half now, and I saw an RS6 for the first time in the wild day before yesterday. First time. Really? Really? It was in Texas, mind. It was in Texas, mind you. I've never seen one back home other than the events that we throw, right? But right. to see one in the wild, it's like very rare. I, you know, it's a rare car. It really is, right? So I saw one in the car in, in, in the wild yesterday, and I was like super excited. I was waving like a little Great. kid. It's like, <laughs> do you guys see this rap RS6? I'm like, who the hell is this guy? <laughs> On one hand, it's always the Mopar guys, it seems, but there's all, there are always people who want to go with it. But I, the other thing I find is that they're like, Sometimes I'll, I'll see like cars coming up in traffic behind me, like going nuts. And I feel like they want to, you know, they're just driving like jerks or, you know, whatever. But then they, they you know, I'll, I'll try and put some distance on them. They'll catch up to me. I've had several cars like just pull up fast enough to like get some like video footage of the car. Right. Like they want to like, oh, they saw one. And then <laughs> and then that's it. Then they bail. Right. Like yeah, that, that's it. Uh, we we drove we drove from Pennsylvania down to Texas in the R6. And we had that like, you know, Jordan, my daughter was like. You know, are they, are they trying to race us? They're like next to us, just videotaping. No, he's got his videotape. He's just taking pictures. It's like, that's that's the regulars. It's like, are we famous? No, we're not famous. We yeah. just drive an R6. Like, that's kind of I, rare. <laughs> I did the same thing last summer with, uh, actually, we were doing the deal on our tribute at the time. And we're up in, on like, Cape Cod going to Maine on vacation in our my wife's e-tron. And, like, your guy, he was at last year's event in the Goodwood Green car. He lives up in Cape Cod, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, Steve, Steve, Steve Austin. Steve Austin, yeah. So I see his car in traffic, like no, way no up ahead. No relationship to the million dollar man. <laughs> no, no, although maybe who knows? But but uh, but yeah, I'm driving like a jerk, trying to get through traffic to catch up to him. And I catch up, and I'm like, eh, you know, and he's like, like we literally <laughs> like, had both those cars jerks, at the event, like, four weeks ahead of time. And I'm like, hey, yeah, he doesn't even <laughs> like whatever, dude. Leave me alone. But uh, we're such geeks, I swear, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so all right. So, 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 go, so going back to the chat, right? So yeah, um, we got about a couple of RS6s in the chat, right? And the guys are trying to get together, and they're looking at me like, you know, Ray, you got more experience on these events. Why don't you create something, you know, that we can all attend, right? So I'm like, oh man, I'm like so busy, you know. Um, you know, at the time we were like doing a lot of articles for the magazine, we were pretty busy, and I was like, oh man, it's just trying to find time to be able to do all of that. You know, I know what it takes. So the guys egged me on. They kept pushing me. They said, Ray, you got to do this gotta do this and all of a sudden like we got really serious and then at the time um andrew and uh, abraham joined in which is another nagaro and now that we have three nagaros ben, in the chat ben, right ben ben yeah yeah ben, ben abraham joined. formerly right. ppi which was like a um a tuner in the audi space correct um yeah so he he joined the chat and he has a lot of experience with you know videos and stuff like that and he started egging me on it's like you know if you need help i can help you blah 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 so I finally, I finally gave in, right? And then we start coming up with names. Um, and I think it was Ben Jackson with the Daytona Blue R6 that came up with the, the word Treffen in the end, right? So we came up, you know, what do we call Northeast R6? You know, what do we do with Northeast R6 reunion? You know, and he came up with the word Treffen and we added T at the end. And that's how we came up with the name Northeast R6 Treffen, right? Which just sounded awesome, I thought. You know, it's kind of yeah. unique. Everybody came up with it. I didn't, I didn't come up with it. I can't take credit for that. I just came up with the Northeast part. You know, that's about, that's the yeah. only thing I came up with. Northeast, that was me. Everybody else came up with the name. So it was pretty cool teamwork. So that's cool. Uh, yeah, I thought it was cool. So then from there, I was like, okay. So I started going to work. And of course, I'm doing this all by myself, creating a website, designing the website by myself, 
creating an Instagram, uh, getting on Dennis's RS6 chat and talking to people about, you know, what they thought about it. Um, created a Twitter account, which we merged with, you know, Instagram and, you know, we, we started, we started growing it as, you know, yeah. as, as a fun community so, event. So that's probably worth for, for, for people who aren't in the, in the niche. So there's an RS6 group on Facebook that's run by Dennis Popmarkov, who's contributed, he's a photographer on, in LA, pretty well known, Depot on Instagram. I think there's an underscore, but if you search Depot, he'll come up. He yep. has that group on, on Facebook. And then what's been surprising to me is like the, uh, the WhatsApp groups, uh, they're like there's you know that there's a tribute only group there's a huge i guess that's niches group the one where you guys started uh that's it's quite huge con considering i guess saw our six owners um very active but like yeah. that's how y'all largely communicate right those those yeah, couple yeah. groups yeah. right right and then and then from that large group we spun off and created an r6 chat northeast r6 dressing chat where it's just focused on the guys that were going to attend the event to try to coordinate yeah. them to make sure that everybody Whereas we're meeting at certain locations, planning their routes, making sure that we're going to get there on time, whether or not we're going to come the day before, the day after, you know, stuff like that. We plan all the logistics right. in that chat and, and we executed last year and it was, it was phenomenal because, you know, um, the sponsors that we got uh, for the event, we got 20 sponsors and all of them were super excited what we were trying to do. I mean, they were really excited about what we were trying to do and even NGP got on board and, you know, you saw them, they brought out their race car car event yeah and i was they were they, they loved it we had a great time we, we, were, we were going around the track taking videos and stuff like that and we had a great time really was phenomenal 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 so last year's formula was pretty much um uh what's the track that's down there in virginia dominion raceway dominion, dominion yeah uh that's right near i-95 south of virginia down near quantico virginia and like so that's where our new german performance based in manassas they came out Correct. You guys swung by Audi of America the day before, um, kind of met up yep. with some people from Audi, uh, yep. their headquarters, even though it was closed, someone came in, which I thought was cool. And that was cool. And, yeah, that was cool. So, and, and then you guys did a, some, at that time you did what parade, like you had an event all day and then you did several like parade lap kind of photo shoot um, opportunities where you had this really insane, um, insanely talented drone right. pilot there who was who was doing oh, i remember yeah. some of the stuff he was doing even like in the parking garage the day before was, that was like okay. man something something's gonna hit a wall but it never did he was super tricked no he was he, he that's all he does is you know race drones and he does videography for some of the stuff that we did which is on a racetrack and stuff like that and we we found him through chris soto chris soto was our normal video guy that we use pretty much on a regular basis and chris said you know he knew jason and that's and it's worked with him in the past and he recommended him. So I had a, you know, I had a meeting with him and, you know, we, we designed a contract on the work that we wanted to do. And he was, he free flowed everything. And it just came out. His drone footage was by far the best I've ever seen anyone do stuff that, like that. It was just phenomenal. Yeah. So first year goes really well. How many RS6s did you get? We had, we had 40 registered, but we actually got 19. Last, that year. Last year. Last year was 19, but yep. 40 registered. Yeah. Um, and then, and then, uh, fast forward to this year yep. and in, in the Poconos, Pocono Raceway is the track. Yep. Uh, one of the things I thought that was cool, I didn't participate in it, but, um, but one of the things that I thought was really cool that you, you, you integrated into, what was the name of the event that was already there? That was a roll racing event done by, um, 
think it was uh, Roll. They, they're called Rollstock.com. No, no, it's not Rollstock. It's hold on, I'll tell you. It's Roll. Roll Race Picks. Dot com, but that's not what the event is called. Um, that's where they post all the pictures for their event. But their their actual Instagram is called World Racing Something. I'd have to look it up. Um, but there, how they, how we, yeah, to how we got to that? Um, it's a basically it's a roll racing event, right? And how we got into that was we were trying to schedule Pocono for July 9th. And they told us there was another event at the time and we couldn't book at the same time. Interesting. Right? Yeah, yeah. We, we had no idea who it was that had was having an event on the same day, right? So then it turned out that Mark, who was in the chat, in the Northeast R6 chat, right? Said, well, a friend of mine is actually has an event on Pocono. And he said the date. And I was like, well, wait a minute. That's the same day that we had planned to book our event. Maybe he's the one that has the racetrack and we couldn't get it because he's in there. So lo and behold, Mark hooked me up with this guy named Sean Patel who held the contract for that day and was holding the roll racing event, right? And I talked to Sean and I told him what, you know, what we do and what we have planned to do. And he's a big fan of the RS6. He has an RSQ8 and a, and a McLaren, right? And uh, right. he says, yeah, why not? I mean, I'm, I'm down. I would love to bring some, you know, E-Mercedes E63s to come and race you guys. You know, that didn't quite, you know, um, develop fruit because there aren't too many E63 wagons out there in, in, in the U.S., let alone the Northeast. But we had the numbers for the R6 to actually pull it off. So, so uh, race motive. Thank you. That's the name. But yes, race motive. Yeah, I just pulled it up on the, uh, the Pocono Raceway site. The, um, thank you. Thank you. I, so I, I was somewhat familiar with that event because we have, being here in Central PA, Pocono is not that far away from here. And I know there's some folks who come to our local cars and coffee who are really into drag racing uh, with pack rides. They have a YouTube channel, but they go up there with some of their friends and do that. And what roll racing is, um, it, well, do you want to, do you want to, I know you did it that day. You want to explain what roll racing yeah, is? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've done roll racing before with the R8. And, um, you know, considering that I'm part of a race group in Pennsylvania, we used to do it on a regular basis. So what roll racing is, is that, you get two cars that line up next to each other on a, on a similar takeoff speed. And there's some cones that you need to meet a speed requirement before you hit the cone, right? So for Sean, it was 65 miles an hour before you hit the green cone and you can floor it. If you go above that, then you get disqualified. So the idea is you roll race two cars side by side, hit the green cone at 65 miles an hour and just hammer both cars to see who beats, you know, what in that quarter mile. So that, so they run... What's interesting about roll racing to me, I've never done it. I've never been much of a drag racer, but but what's interesting to it to me about it in particular is how well it's suited for these cars. Because the first year that you told me it was at Dominion, I wasn't sure if you're doing like track day, you know, HPD or something there. And like I've seen people run big body Audis at, at, at roll race, or sorry, <laughs> at, uh, at Dominion before. And uh, Phil, I know Phil Ackley down in our Potomac chapter has run, you know, he ran an S6 there and like ceramics and on that and whatever, but like, Joined the gold club when you when you overheat those brakes and he boiled yeah, you off. Can his, tell me about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it turns gold. gold it yeah. turns those gray calipers gold. So like, um, so he did that that day, and because it, it's just a small tight track, really not set up for uh, big heavy cars. And when you have a big heavy car, it's an expensive day, right? You're going through tires, you're going through brakes, uh, and that gets spendy. But like this is 
interesting because it's, you know, you're largely, it's, it's like a high speed, just a roll on, you know, like these cars are built for that on the Autobahn. So like could probably just do it over and over and over again that day and really no big deal because, um, you know, it just, it shows, it shows the best qualities of that car in optimum conditions, right? Like other than, mm-hmm. you know, other than hooning around in the snow, which would also be fun. The RS6 is really built for like roll racing. So it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. It's I'm going to show up. So, so your event was, uh, here's a shot somewhat overhead of the event. And what's cool about it is, um, I mean, it's like we're right there between the paddock and the front straight, which is where the roll racing happened. So like, um, you literally would like roll out of there just beyond your tents. There's a gate to the right out on the, into the pit row. And then, uh, you're like going out to a roll race. So like several of you, I, I think when we pulled in, you had to have what a helmet and, and I, you know, what else for other requirements? I know there were uh, a bunch long, of long, long sleeve and a helmet. Okay. So there were a bunch of people that day who were, who were doing it. Uh, I didn't, uh, just whatever. I wasn't really, I, I, I was working that day, but, uh, but like a lot of the folks did, I don't know. It was, I would be interesting to hear. I don't know if you paid much attention to how folks did that day. I know there were like various, all sorts of tunes there, whether it's different ECU tuners. I saw APR posting some, some yeah. shots of, uh, about some of their cars that came out. I know there were some Unitronic people there. Um, all right, sorry, customers of both APR and Unitronic, not, not, I don't think APR nor Unitronic were there. Um, but, but like it was, in, I know they were, you know, kind of aware. Any, any thoughts on how folks did or like even, st- I know there are a couple guys running stock cars. Um, yeah, yeah. And I know there was, I, I got to give kudos to APR. I mean, those guys were posting our pictures like early in the morning. They were on the game. They were posting, you know, APR stuff. And they're one of our sponsors. They were posting APR cars early in the morning because we got there and we were lining up right away, you know, and 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 they they were out there with Mark, uh, Steve, um, who else? A few, a few APR cars were there. Um, and they were running really good times. APR's Mark actually got a 144, which was the highest speed uh, on the track from all the rest of the R6. Um, Himanshu was in his uh, Nardo and he got a 142 and he's never raced before in his entire life. He was running Unitronic. So he was green, green, never put on a helmet ever in his life. And he, right. was, one, he was running a 142. You know, so they were, they were pulling off some really good times. Me, I think I got like a 135 or something like that. I'm stuck. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm stuck still. So, but still, I wanted to get out there and just, you know, go out there against because, because, you know, um, Spiro went out there with his NGP car and he's APR also. And his car is like really modified. And right. I, wanted, I wanted to go out there and get a picture, you know, where it was NGP versus NGP because, you know, NGP is doing all the mods for our car for the magazine. And I wanted right. to show that. And we got some pretty good pictures of us going against each other, even on video. You know, he just blew past my stock little car like it was like it was standing still. It's amazing what these teams can do on this car. I would say there's some amazing cars and we'll kind of touch on some that I got some of the gallery up here and I'll pull them up. But like worth checking out on the Audi Club NA Instagram um, in the uh, I believe we did a. It would have been a live. So uh, I think it was a, it was either an IG live. No, yeah, it was definitely live. Um, we, I ended up, I was going to walk around and look at the cars and then Nish uh, Pillai showed up who, who 
basically knew everybody and pretty much knew what everybody had done yeah. to their cars. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, I'll come with you. You know what I mean? And, and, and walk you through that. it. Well, thanks. Cause I would not have known the owner's names. I would not have been able to spot all the mods, et cetera. And, and Nish was like, you know, rain man when it came to, when it came to like, like just knowledge of these cars, it was truly impressive. Yeah, but like, I, got, I, I always bust this because Nish is always like, you know, I have this, I have that. Cause he looks at everybody's modifications and he copies them and he wants to make it his own. So I always bust yeah. him a little bit. I give a little, I give a little chop every once in a while, you know, because sometimes yeah. he earns it. <laughs> yeah, but but he did a great job. And so, like, if you want to see like really car did. by car, probably more in depth than we're gonna go here. Check out that that live uh, that we posted that was, on. That was, that was a very good video, by the way. Yeah, I'll have to see. I mean, it's I'm sure it's. I don't even know if we saved it or if I can export it from IG to put it on YouTube. I didn't. I don't like to to, to go around and film it a second time, and you know I'm landscape probably wouldn't have made sense but like it's it's definitely there but um and i think he did a couple in depth too like later on i think he enjoyed yep. it so much yep. he's like hey how about we do some in-depth ones with the owners <laughs> like dude that sounds awesome so bill went around with him and and uh and they shot a bunch of other cars as well so yeah. um i don't i assume they're on there too but anyway so um all right last before we, uh, we'll go through the gallery here in a second but then after we're there most of the day uh with with your the show that we showed you know, go back to that photo the show that we um this was kind of the show event right what you're seeing here is like in the in, in, um in the front you put all the tributes there there were what six tributes there were six tributes yep first time ever and uh so six of those nagaro blue 25 that we talked about earlier were were there in person um and then one of those guys owns a Tino. Uh, we should probably talk about Tino shortly too. But but like uh, Tino lives up there near Pocono Raceway and has a really sweet, like he bought an old commercial warehouse and and stores his cars there and just a really sweet space. Um, was kind enough to kind of host us. Those are that's his RS2 and his B7 RS4. Um, and then there are a bunch of RS6s. We'll kind of get into the other thing you're seeing there though that I thought was cool this year was like just some some of like the bigger avant enthusiasts that i know uh whether it's chris with, with parts by tofer that uh you can just see the nose on the left there of his of his all road he's got a nagaro all road um yeah that's but a like i know a one of one yeah and like don from our potomac chapter who 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 shows up to like long roof rally and whatever he's got an all road there were a bunch of like all roads i saw an a8 i think like a uh it was it, it's starting to beyond the you know obviously the rs6 nerds which we all are uh, i guess they're more than just the owners right but like motivated to come see um this many cars gather uh there there were i was happy to see how many other people kind of showed up to be part of it and then um of course all the people who were there for the track that day anyway i couldn't tell you how many people walked through the booth i'm like oh my gosh <laughs> what i mean like the yeah there were, you know there had were no five. idea they had no idea i think Somebody did the math. I thought I thought I saw this on Instagram or Facebook or something that they were like, "Yeah, that was four million dollars in RS6s uh, yeah, yeah. sitting there." It's um, insane. That's insane. So, what was the total count? Do we know? It was thirty-seven total count. Thirty-seven RS6s. So we got to beat that next year, I guess. We got to beat that next year. The guys are talking about doing a hundred for next year, so you can imagine what a hundred would look like. All right, I'm gonna go through some of these photos. We'll try and okay. keep it knowing that I'm going to publish this as well on the podcast platform. So like there may be people on audio who will right. be like, Oh, look at that. That's cool. <laughs> but not say what it is. Right. Yeah, so we'll start. Yeah. This is it at Tino's place uh, the night right. before. 
And, so, so, and, uh, so, what it's, so what the plan was actually was we were supposed to do a tunnel run, or actually miners run is called, where we go through certain roads in Pennsylvania where it's all, you know, all the mining areas and all the, where all the coal mine areas, it's nice little twisty turns up there. That's what we we're going to do. And then we we're going to go out to dinner to two specific restaurants that we highlighted, right? That was supposed to be yeah. the pre-event and, and, you know, similar to what we did last year, right? Um, but Tino said, you know what, instead of, you know, instead of us trying to find a restaurant and, and crashing with a whole bunch of people and bringing all these R6, why don't we just, you know, hang out in my garage, we bring in food and, you know, we'll just, you know, do a, you know, a tuning session, you know what I mean? We're all, you know, start modifying our cars, all sharing knowledge. And I was like, I thought that was cool. So all of a sudden I started running with that idea and started, you know, coordinating food and stuff like that. And it turned out to be an awesome day. It turned out to be a really cool day where we were just eating food, hanging out, drinking beer, just chilling. And at the same time, we were modifying our cars to, to you know, to, to the specs that we wanted, you know, with whether or not it was with matrix lights or, you know, with, you know, park assist, you know, drive assist, whatever it was that we wanted. So that's, um, that probably worth touching on because I'd imagine that, well, here, go to this next one, because I'm pretty sure uh, in that shot, one of those two cars, either that, uh, the one in the back there is a recently um, acquired or delivered Porsche Oak Green. That's Brian yep. Slackey from Longer Rally. Yep, Brian Slackey, yep. And the so purple Brian, one is owned. Brian Slackey Sorry. had all the modifications in his car. Like he added the park assist button, the the hill climb button, which is all uh, from Kufatech. You can order it on Kufatech and install it in your car. So he had all of those. But once you put those buttons in there, you have to code the car for them. So that's what we were doing at the time, just coding yeah. the car buttons. So and and uh, so that was, I guess that was uh, you were working with the vendor to kind of do some yep. of the activations that you were doing there, whether it's matrix beam or correct. Uh, a young a young guy by the name of Sam, who worked for a company out of Canada, um, he is actually logged down remotely and assisting us with the coding on it. That's cool. I know I drove back that night uh, after it got dark. Uh, I was staying in the same house with Brian and like I was, mine was not coded, uh, but driving behind his, it was. And I was watching, I've driven Matrix Beam in Europe before and like watching his car kind of like slice around the car in front of him and put, keeping it high. Otherwise, it's really funky to watch Matrix Beam in action. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty remarkable. Yeah, and Sam, Sam works for a company called NTP out of Canada. And he's the one, he's the one that was actually using a cable, which is similar to um, <clears throat> the comm cable you use for, for uh, VACOM, right? It's right. called a, 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 a 5054 cable that you that you can actually connect and code, you know, with Otis on a car itself. Yeah. All right, so uh, real quick, sorry, the, per the purple one is- That's Steve, that's Steve David. Okay, so that's a Merlin. cool car. And he- yeah, that's Oh, is that that's Merlin Purple. There were a lot of exclusives there. I mean, two there was a lot of exclusive. Yeah, there was a lot of exclusive. Yeah, th so three. I mean, that's you got right in that shot. You can't see it because you're wrapped, but like you got Porsche <laughs> Oak Green, Merlin Purple, Voodoo Blue, uh, and and uh, a lot of Nardos showed up. Um, the equivalent to to Nagaros. They they were the same number, six of six. Were there six? Yeah, there were six uh, six Nardos and six Nagaros. Okay. Yeah, and the, the whole um, the whole treat because we knew they were gonna outnumber us. I just didn't expect only six to show up. We knew that, that we were gonna they were gonna outnumber us. So we designed a shirt with a with a 
with a Nardo on the front of it for them, you know, just to surprise them. They had no idea until we showed a shirt. Nice. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, and that green, do you remember the name of that green that's in the background? We'll see more of that car. Yes. Later, like, yes. That's, that's chromatic green. Chromatic. Yeah. Chromatic. chromatic. Yeah. And it was an R8 color, right? Like a special. Yeah. It's like, it's the name comes from a green spider. That's spooky looking. And it's actually that same color as that spider. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So really intensely uh, unique car. Very, very awesome looking car. It really was. That was um, our centerpiece. That was our centerpiece. The green one. Yeah. We'll, we'll get to the show in a second. And so they can see more layouts of the show. This I'm just, that night before was so wild to me. Just pull in and there's this parking lot with all these RS sixes. And then periodically, if you're sitting up by the road, like somebody would tear off and like there are all these different exhausts. You have your custom titanium when they're like a bunch of Akrapovich guy uh, or Kropovich guys. Um, like you know a couple stock cars like mine but like really really cool stuff and a great i mean can you imagine right like just seeing all these rs6s in one spot um that, that's i tell you that's brian, a rarity that's rare totally brian's car i gotta say if i had like that might be my unicorn or my spirit animal right there like that car was just so tasteful um his, his brown interior was absolutely gorgeous i yeah, i don't even see going it was havana brown with yeah it was like havana white, brown with the white, with white stitch. stitch it was so it's gorgeous audi offers a tan that's called cognac it's a little bit more orange than this yeah um and so this is like there's one other brown they offer that's you have to get into exclusive to get it so you're paying money to to get this interior yeah. beyond like what would normally cost right to get in uh and and he did it with white stitching it was just a really really unique car and very unique that porsche oak green i think one of i think nish was saying there are three or four of those in the country in that color and i know there's yep. oak, oak green rs6 or something like on instagram i've seen his car before um but like i think this is the only one with, with that interior with that so, interior it was the only one with that interior that's correct yeah really unique car and then yeah. um that one's mine that's yours uh, a lot of tributes I was getting like, oh, there's the that that car just looks mean, like mean in a very. It's good just, way. it's just, it's. The, I mean, you know, the, Chromatic the pictures, pictures on this car do it no justice. Honestly, when you see yeah. it up front and close, I was like, oh my god, it's like it was just eye dropping. It's just amazing. Yeah. Um, bunch of Daytona cars. Uh, that no, the that is that is Palazzi's car right there. He actually drove all the way down from Canada that day. That, and so he came down from uh, Ontario. Nish came up from Miami. Yep. Uh, you drew some people in from, from pretty far. Yep. Um, and then there's the, uh, the, the Matt Daytona Gray behind that. I'm sure I have other photos of that as well. But that's a factory Matt. That's not a rat. That's a factory Matt. That's Spiro's car, yep. Right. Spiro's car. Uh, that car was in, in GP's lobby for a long time. Right? Spiro... Yep, it's had it about a year on, on display there yep yep yeah. not because you know there's something wrong with it it's just the car right, so right. awesome it's on display. no it, well it it's happened I, I mean i know the spears a friend uh he he got it last uh summer i think right before he goes on vacation up in southern maine where i go too and like so i think he got it right before he got went on vacation drove it from his home in i guess he's in maryland up to maine and then drove it back and then for the winter he was like you know, got to store this, get it off the road. And, and, um, he's got a bunch of other cars or whatever. So he could, and, and, you know, John from NGP was like, I'll store it. <laughs> so they, so they did. And it looked amazing down there. 
Um, yeah, it does. It does. But so, uh, and that's that's uh, Nish's car, which is like a Nagaro, but then with like the silver optic, like the um, like those kind of blades in the intakes, uh, and uh, th- that would be kind of more consistent with the Euro. What do they call the Jubilee? Were they? Or yeah, the Jub- Jubilee. Yep. Yep. The Jubilee. So in your in Europe and other markets, they didn't call them tributes. They called them Jubilees. And they were kind of a tribute to RS2 as well. Uh, yep. And they would have had silver optics, at least in Germany. And then that's got a body kit on it. Again, you can go through Nish's piece on our, our live uh, for that. Yeah, we did, um, the, we did the cover story on that one. Yep. Yeah. So uh, there's another shot of Spiro's, again, factory Daytona mat. He said that's, I guess it's been wrapped mat as well, but it's actually mat underneath. Like it's... Um, or you know it, he wanted to protect it because it's whatever but it's legit yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's a map pps yep yeah um just a a fun night hanging out another I'm trying to remember was that maybe one of the navara cars no that's 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 um, that the Irish's house? car yeah that's irish's so, car that's not okay. that's navara navara blue right uh, and that those look good. I saw two cars there with the uh, the the rotiform Avis wheels, so kind of made yeah. to look like a dished version of the B6 S4 Avis wheel. Yep, that's um, Matthew's. That's Matthew's car. And Jay was the Navarro one that we saw on Saturday morning. He had the same Avis wheels, also. They look phenomenal. I got to say, like we've done. I'm gonna break into a commercial for a second. We launched the uh, the RS3 sweepstakes literally uh, yes yesterday or this morning. I can't even remember now. Um, but like we're the next sweepstakes for Audi club through the, from, so from now until the end of the years, we're giving away a, you know, a new RS3, but one of the things that comes with it is a set of these rotiform Avises. And, and so we Photoshopped an image of like, a uh, what's the blue on the, I can't, I can't remember. RS3 has a blue that's kind of like Nagaro, but not exactly. And, um, so we Photoshopped that one with like the Avises. And the more I keep looking at this blue car, cause I've had to look at that, that key visual that we made for all of our marketing and stuff. Uh, and the web, the landing page, uh, the, I had, by the way, if you want to enter for the car, AudiClubNA.org, click on the RS3 in the cover, let's say you get to it. But I keep looking at that image that's on the cover and I'm like, man, I, maybe I need to get a set of these, right? Like on the Nagaro blue, cause like my memories of B6S4s, right? Or like Nagi with a, with those wheels. It just looks so good. Um, anyway, rotiforms. And then, uh, let's see here. Another Nagi, or sorry, another Nardo. Nardo with Wassons, yep. That's yeah. uh, Nikolai, Nikolai's car. Good dude. And then night came. Uh-huh. Yeah, night came. We were still hanging out. It was one o'clock in the morning till the time we left to go home. That was great. I mean, it was, it was su- great. such a really generous thing for Tino to open up his space and let, like I was trying, when I was shooting, I was trying to like not go in, look, look inside, right? Like I didn't want to show his building too much or look inside it because uh it's kind of his private space but like it was so generous of him to open up and uh, uh you know he was given tours of you know the space and everything else it was just really really neat yeah yeah um uh, I, was, I think i was trying to show like the two greens <laughs> yeah that one it's a little blurry but I, keeping the shot i don't <laughs> it's care dramatic it's like crazy yeah yeah you did nice right. with the shots yeah some of them blurry i'll delete life. those yeah. but uh there's your six six tributes kind of in the shot um that was wild seeing all those tributes together i i the other thing i was getting uh uh so the other funny thing you can see here if, if you're looking at video at the moment is you have four of the shots and it was like um 
what's a C-E-T-E module or seat? How do you pronounce that? Uh, sete. Sete module. Yeah, some people call it seat. Some people call it sete. Okay. Well, it, it's like a Kropovich. I know how to pronounce that. So, so I'll, I'll be the <laughs> reference on that one. And, and sete, you can, you can pronounce the, um, but anyway, where I'm going with this is like my, my car is number is the second one to the right on that. And you look at like, I'm between now Ben is on the end and he's in like, what's called show mode. So that like goes about as far low as that air suspension will go on the car. And then, uh, I think, uh, that's Tino's next to mine. His was running lower. And then Sammy, uh, is the one in the front of the shot yep. or maybe I'm no I'm switched on that I think Tino's that's a great thing like uh, Tino I think was he must not have it down there but he had it down the night before where I was looking at it going man that's I guess you can set it multiple ways and not just low or on show mode but like you can also take it up high too I know that guy I'm blanking on his name you know the guy who's doing like the cross country and on up to Alaska uh, RS6 stuff on Instagram I should know this guy's name and I don't, he just met up with our Oklahoma chapter. Um, Not and I, just saw some, I just saw some really rad. Uh, he met up with Randy when they did the gathering out on the West coast uh, with, with SoCal Euro or sorry, SoCal Euro with, uh, with uh, Audi group LA. And then, um, and then he, so he met up with that group and I just saw him recently do some really killer video on the beach where I think it's shot with a drone. And he's like, he's like, uh, talking about David. you're talking about David. David, do you know his last name? Uh, no, I'm skipping on his last yeah, name. Yeah, sorry, man. I'm old and my brain, too. I, we'll have to dig that up and stick that in here somewhere. But, yeah, yeah. But, he was heading for that group up there and he was doing some cross country with his car. Yeah. He's got that, so he, that, wrap, that wrapped RS6. Right. And he's raised it, right? Like, I think he's just yeah, using the Sete too, but he's. RS6 in the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. He, that's but David. like, he's kind of all roading it. The flexibility of that suspension is really impressive. And like, oh, yeah. watching. Have you seen the, the crazy footage of Ken Block uh, with the he he safaried an Etron crossover? Yeah, I remember. And then he goes out into Utah, like into the into the like desert or whatever, and he's he's jumping the thing and whatever. Like that's that air suspension is is legit. That you know that it could take the weight of that Etron's like heavier than an SQ seven. So like um, you know it, that he's doing that and it held up like. Anyway, where I'm going with this is like, I've got a fixation now on this thing because I, you know, it's seeing these cars lowered. I don't want to go, I'm not going to slam it like the show mode. Um, but I, I'd like to be driving that, a, little, drive a little bit. Sammy's at a pretty good height right there. And that's not even show mode. Yeah. yeah. yeah it looks good right there. It looks right. I like it. I, I'd probably just go a touch higher because I live in Pennsylvania and <laughs> uh, how shall I say I've, yeah, I, I have less than prone. <laughs> yeah, I have less than stellar luck keeping great monitoring of potholes and things around me. So um, I'd probably go a little higher, but I'd like to drop it just a little bit because it's I don't. It's funny. I always thought there's like this when I would go to like Waterfest or I would go to like particularly SEMA. You get like this, like when you're in the environment of SEMA, you start you know you start to think about how boring a stock car is. But then you get back out in the real world, and it's like yeah, but it's not ruined, <laughs> right? Like 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 the upside to the ride height I have, and in normal daily life, uh, my car is more Superman than Clark Kent. In that crowd, it's Clark Kent all the way because a lot of super you know like Superman around me. So like um, not, I don't mean that it's just a 
the ladies too, whatever. But like, I mean, <laughs> bad analogy, I suppose. But like, it's the it's the tame one, right? In that group, it's the tame one. And those cars are also insane. I don't know. I'm gonna have to lower it. I'll quit waxing on about that. So I'm gonna get one of those models. So there's Tino's RS2 and his B7 RS4. Um, I didn't realize he has, I am way out of my league on BMW knowledge, but he's got a, is it an F90? Like a more modern M- yep. M2. M2. No, uh, M4 or M3. It was, is it a Sinan? No, it's an M3. It was an M3. But M3, but it's a, it's a, blue, it's a very rare blue that they did um, as a tribute to old cars. Like to, it was a very rare E30 M3 color. Yeah, I can't so remember, the, but it was really nice. Yeah, yeah. Really- so he's got, he's got that and it wasn't there that night, but he's got a matching E30 M3. And then he's got, the RS2 and the Tribute RS6. Like, the guy's got exceptional taste in his car collection. But yeah, pretty nice cars. Yeah. So that's where I'm looking at it. I think that's Sammy's car. That's where I'm looking at that going, eh, it's probably a little bit lower than I would take it. It looks phenomenal, but it that also one, looks like I would damage that. One, that. that one right there that you're looking at, that is Sammy's. That's Sammy's yeah. car. So, there's the green again. Man, that green got so much attention that day. Oh, it did. It certainly did. Um, all right. So, well, later in the shots. So this this is um, uh, uh, Ming's car. He's a, a student, or he, he just graduated from Penn State. Um, I probably will be on the market soon because he's he's from China and he's going to be going back and he can't take it back with him. So this car may end up on the market, but it's one of the RS6Rs. It's Sebring Black. Um, Matt wrapped. Uh, yep, Matt PPF. Yep. Which was a solid move, I thought, because it really made all that cart like all that opt carbon fiber when he first did the install. Like he's he's local to me in PA and would come out to our cars and coffee. And like I thought it was cool, but I was like, man, you just you you kind of miss it, right? Like, like because it's all black and it's kind of kind of disappears. And then when he did the matte, it all just kind of pops, uh, but yeah. subtly. So like and then the gold gold-ish, what would you call yeah, the platinum wheels, helped. whatever. That that just gave it an extra touch. I thought that was a yeah. good time. Looks amazing. And Opt was one of your sponsors. So like yep. later yep. in the day and probably later in these shots, there's an RS6R and RS6S there. This is the R. And they right. kind of park next to each other. So just kind of showing some of the ambiance of like good mix of people there. A uh, lot of, it was interesting here. There were a lot of blue cars, right? Like, so like you not only the Nagara, which is obvious, a lot of Navara because it's a stock blue color on the car. There was the new, is it Turbo Blue? Yeah, the Turbo Blue. No, it's Turbo uh, blue. Ultra Blue. That was uh, that was Harry's car. So in that shot, if, if you're looking at the video, it's right behind the people standing there. It's the Ultra Blue. That, and then there. Blue, purplish color right there in between people. Yeah, yeah. And then closer to you, the next two cars are Navara. There was a Navara mat there. And then the second car in, uh, which would be the first of the blue cars in this shot, is was Palace Blue, I believe. Palace blue, so it was yeah. like a, it was a really, really dark blue. Just the amount of, and then it's it's a shame your voodoo was wrapped that day because it kind of would have been cool to see them all together. And then there was this one. People were expecting a lot of grays and whites, and lo and behold, yeah. we haven't lose than anything else. A lot of Audi exclusive. The um, this car was a Porsche color. I don't remember the name. Uh, that's Camorra but, blue. Yep. No, that's not Camorra. That's not Camorra. I don't think, dude. That yeah. we asked the guy, oh, sorry, and he was no. like, "Sorry, it's not Camorra." It's um, he said it was uh, a Porsche blue. Yeah, it's a Porsche blue. Um, 
I can I can tell you. I know I know what color it is. Hold on. I can tell you right I now. I think it's a, a Tycon color, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it, it is. Hold on one second. Because I was like, he had it just took me a while to remember the name because he kept giving it to me. I'm like, I can yeah. never remember this name. Yeah, yeah. It's well, it's a stock. I mean, you don't need to look it up. P- people just check out the Tycon configurator. I think it's a stock Tycon color, which is their Porsche's EV. That's same platform as the e-tron gt and uh, i think that guy just taken delivery too and that similarly like i was trying to get shots of like the two so that was in the back is brian's oak green in the front was do you remember the name of that green it's like a really really dark yeah that was that's a um that was dark duck oak green duck oak green that's what it's called oh oak. Um, and and oak was the time, second one yeah but Adnan, the, the one car was lenora blue that's what the color was sorry i'll go back to that that one yeah, that's lenora, lenora blue. No, lenora blue it's a porsche and that's color. a porsche color yeah and then do you remember the name of the green and the one in the back is oak that's brian's car but the the yeah, other the the dark green one that's uh reed's car he came in really late in the game and says yeah. hey you know it's a it, it's called like a deep green pearl it's not the the, I think you're right. Pearl, it's deep green. Was he, was he from DC? Because he came in with a guy with a palace blue car. Yeah. And that car, that car was hilarious because that guy came in, I, I chatted with him a bit. Really cool guy. And he did not, it, it, he can't, he came off like he did not give an F. Like he had so much, he did, he had so much brake dust on his wheels. And he, the car was completely dirty. And he came in the next day and he was the same thing. He was like, I, you know, like just parked it. And, and we were kind of giving him a little bit of shit for it. And he was like, he's like, no, like, no, no, seriously. He, I guess he's, I don't know if he street parks it in DC, but he said he lived in DC or Northern Virginia area. And he, he, uh, he's like, honestly, if it didn't have PPF on it, like, uh, you know, like I would be much more concerned. Like he was talking about how the birds, you know, crap on his car or whatever else. And like, it was, that's Al's it, car. It's like, um, like a deep blue mica, I think it's called, I think the color. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh, the, no, that was like, Palace. The, no, that was right. That was Pal. That was Pal. Yeah. Yeah. Palace, we'll see if we have shots of it. But like, yeah, I thought he was he was hilarious, and I'm sure I have shots of those wheels. I was, you know, because like was everybody like, had, really like, excited to be there. He was like super yeah. excited. Yeah, and he yeah. just rolled in. Like I loved how he was. Like he reminded me, like like I was talking about we're going to be in Monterey in a couple weeks. So I was talking about last uh, somebody on Facebook today about like Jim Glickenhaus, the guy who owns like. You know the the uh, he's got a hypercar team at Lamar now, and he's like what the the trader from um, a fund manager from New York who like started his own sports car company, right? He's the guy who had Pininfarina build like a Ferrari P4 out of like an Enzo, yeah. and like he took it into Monter- or he took it into uh, the Concord Elegance last year as they did a Pininfarina display, and it was all like it had bug glass like bugs on it and like he's standing there in his cowboy hat like jim did not give an f <laughs> like the coolest guy at pebble yeah. at pebble beach by far but like okay too yeah so he was the same and i thought it was great but like he so he was like i don't give an f except <laughs> it it does have a wrap on it right like it is protected but like um it was impressive anyway a couple of the angles on different cars i'm uh, in case you didn't see a lot of photos of Brian's car, because I'm kind of in love with it. <laughs> I don't blame um, you. <laughs> yeah. But uh, anyway, I'll try and roll through these quickly. So we're not, uh, we'll, we'll run these the gallery on the site and we'll run the, we're going to run a story on the car, on the um, 
event in the magazine too. At some point we'll have to square up on, I don't know if you want to write it, I can write it, whatever works. Um, I know you're pretty busy. So if you're able to, great. If not, I can. Um, yeah, I can, I can pull it off. I can actually get some input from the guys and actually have more time in and get some wording in there. They love, they okay. love that. They love that stuff. Great. And, and sure. And if you have any photos and stuff you want, uh, you know, Matt to consider to using too. I know. Well, all right. So one thing is we didn't, I'm going to stop sharing here for some, we'll get back to the pictures, but one of the things we did later in the day, you had time to, um, to, to do a parade lap like you had the year before. And then you had some people were out on a photo truck up ahead of us. And we went out what, with the RS2 first and then kind of everybody behind. And we did at Pocono, they have like, I, I've run this before with one of the motor press associations, but like they have like the front straight and then there's like a road course and then back straight a bit and then, yep. you know, road course in again. And so uh, we did that, right? We went down the front straight where the roll racing was around uh, and then, um, Actually, no, I think we stayed on the oval, didn't we? And then and then came back the back straight and then came in on the road course coming in. But like, I, I think the RS2 stayed out ahead of us for most of it. And then the guy from the track was in Nish's car, which was the first RS6 in the line, was like, all right, you know, go out ahead. He got some shots of the car from ahead because the I guess the at a certain point, the truck with the photographers had stopped. So we'd all go past it on either side and then uh we get around on the banking and nish goes around and like then just everybody <laughs> took off so like the back straight we were like doing our own <laughs> roll race if you will and then uh it, it parade lap and then and then came in on the but it was a really cool experience uh and i'm sure it had some amazing photography i was driving and alone in my car so i didn't get any photography of the, the parade lap. i didn't but. drive my car i let i let actually robert who had he was in a horrific accident with his r6 just a week prior and lost his RS6, and he was coming to the event with it. So I actually uh, drive my car into the track. That's cool. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. Did you take some photos? I did. I was on the on the side of the racetrack taking photos, oh, yeah. and then and then oh, uh, Warren was there with me, so she was taking some photos too. So I just I just like you know if you're gonna drive, don't you get enjoy the pictures? I'll just watch. So yeah, was that was super super cool of you to do, man. Um, to yeah. look, you know, you've done a lot of work and to to let somebody else take your car out that's you did that oh uh, yeah he he really he really wanted to do that and it was just a pleasure to let him actually enjoy it you know that was the whole point it's for these guys it, it's not for me i know i'm enjoying it just watching them have fun honestly that's my enjoyment it was it was very cool the um all right so back to the chromatic green because uh amazing yeah um all right so i will go back to this this car quickly the, I don't. I didn't catch the name of the owner on this one. Do you, that is that is Trist. That's Tristan. Tristan is a maniac. He is a techie by heart. He actually does yeah. it, and he has modified this car more than anyone. I mean, I mean he, he had, had on this car than anyone. The the Euro, I guess in Europe there's an option where you have a screen built into the trim on the dashboard on the passenger side. Yep. It's a pretty rare option, and he—I mean—that was all functional, and then there, like the stuff he had going on was pretty, pretty insane. Yeah, yeah, he has um, all custom steering wheels on it, paddles, all interiors, really nice, customized. Um, some really nice cues as far as even the cup holders and stuff like that that he did. Um, he had some really nice stuff. He, of course, he added all the buttons and programmed them. Um, even that side display that goes on a trim, he programmed it to, you know, to show his name showing up on startup. 
It was really cool. He did a really nice job with this car. Nice. He's still working on some gremlins with the code itself because, you know, Is he? We, we, we have some code, some code problems even within the stock one. So he's working right. through also. And I think finally with some fixes that Audi did, I think finally it's working properly, everything. That's just a front shot of that car, but that live uh, that we did on Audi Club and A on Instagram with Nish, um, yeah. he kind of went through it and showed uh, some of those details. So He's running Brixton too, which was really cool. Brixton is also one of our sponsors, and that car is actually on the Brixton website too, which is really cool. Yeah. yeah. That's um. All right, so one of the other things about your van, I, I don't know that I really showed it here that well. I was taking a picture of the dog, but under the main tent, you, you tend to take a lot of stuff donated by the sponsors and when i say stuff this isn't like your normal like hey here's a set of coasters which would be nice but like some of the things we saw that, that there that day were like um uh there was what there was an intake i'm trying to remember even 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 matt fiber intake um yeah we have some pretty stuff that we, that's where we make the difference you know what i mean yeah i mean that's, and while and, that, and while while our sponsors are really huge about that you know, it's, it's, you know, and big credit to them because, you know, we get these products and they're, they're not cheap. These are not cheap products by any right. means imagination, but, you know, with the help of our sponsors, we're able to actually give these away, you know, with the purchase of a ticket that people donate just, you know, to be able to do this. Yeah. And that's, I mean, a range of stuff, right? Model cars, the, you know, the, the, you can see a detail bucket there from chemical guys. Um, but, but like, some of the stuff that was in there was like legit, like, I mean, it's all legit. I'm not trying to, but like, it's like substantial, that inventory intake is not cheap. I think. Um, Three grand for that inventory intake. Three grand. Yeah. The in, the engine covers and carbon fiber. The, the inventory, that was the, one of the first release inventory, inventory engine covers and carbon fiber and gloss um, that yeah. was actually given to us by Baby Law inventory. And, and we, we gave it away. We gave it away. And uh and uh there was a set of wheels, uh were they HREs? Hey, yep, HRE came in, they stepped up also. Steve David came in as a sponsor also, and uh we gave away a set of HREs also. That was pretty amazing. And yeah. uh <laughs> that, that that was hilarious because one of our photographers actually you know, he caught that capture, that instant where you know um Ari actually won the wheels and the the look on his face was just you know, it's just priceless, and that's the reason why yeah. we do. You know, his face was just it was awesome it really was awesome yeah very very cool so um just one of the things i want to note like if you are at our 600 the, like the, the the giveaways at this event are remarkably um considerable but anyway um yeah, ben's car got to be different from all the rest of the events and that's where we try to make the difference you know yeah i mean i've been to a lot of events with a lot of giveaways but that one is was, was particularly uh cool just i mean yeah. cool stuff too right like there were like like even if you're into the um uh like some of the signage and like the who makes the chair the the shop chairs that you oh uh, the away? viper chair yeah that's uh yeah, that's and that we have um alex from viper chair actually jumped in for, with us to help us out last year to customize uh any rs6t hyper viper chair with our with our you know with our initials on on the seat itself yeah. and really cool and the tradition behind those is that we give one away in the raffle and whoever comes from the furthest distance actually gets one right away. So when we start the raffle, that's the first thing we do. We always give one yeah. chair to the person who drove the furthest. Uh, Steve David won last year. He came all the way down from Ohio. And then Nish won this year since he came Miami. all the way down from Florida. Yep. Yeah. Who, by the way, 
his kids are road dogs because like they came from Miami up to no granted they got a couple days at like Kalahari no it was Kalahari it was the other one big uh great wolf the water park hotel but then they were headed like south again and they were gonna hit like tail of dragon which you know for most kids to sit in the back of a of any car right right vomit comet right but like they were great according to Nish and like you know they they had a great time so uh probably you know frankly a war probably ought to go to those two boys they 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 kicked butt doing all that i i'm yeah, very impressed they gave them a, a one-eight scale rs6 to take Did that you? home yeah yeah that's yeah. awesome that's yeah. awesome anyway uh ben's car there on show mode that's how how low the the sete yeah. sete oh yep that is show mode yeah and uh, that car's insane too he's got some like customer cars in that thing again check the video on the live uh on our instagram yeah uh phone stock uh other than black badges uh sammy's <laughs> car um i don't know this is the gentleman from um i didn't catch his name he's from greenwich connecticut i believe yeah that's that's uh fernando fernando nice guy um yeah, nice guy he came in on the clinch for me he's the one i was begging left and right because i wanted to have six nagaros oh. but getting six was just rare 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 you yeah, know, so I begged him, and in, in the last minute that he's coming, I was like, "Yes!" I was like ecstatic, you know. He was a cool guy. Yeah, he's a cool you know. guy. Then this is kind of set up in front of the tent. You had the the ops on either side of the the green car. Yep. Um. So on your yeah. right, I'll have more shots of those cars together. But on the right is the RS6R. On your left is a Nardo RS6S. So we were. It was interesting when they were next to each other. We were trying to compare them. Um like how they some of the parts are shared between the two and other ones are unique to the s or the r yep uh I'll try and fast forward to those we've looked at a lot of these cars I'm, I'm a big fan of ming's car too it's it's uh yeah i love, I love his car he's gonna try to keep it in the family so whoever gets it goes up to the events so hoping he finds a good owner yeah so like later in the day they pulled across the way and we're next to each other so you can see like for instance, like the the chin is the same, although the struts around the grill are unique to the R. Yep, it's got those kind of like winglet, like gurney flaps, like the R8 GT that the S doesn't have, but the R does. Um, the R is just more more kind of if you want more sleeper but opt, the S is probably your your play. It's more subtle, yep. uh, and if you want more in your face, the R is kind of the one. But right there. I was, it was, what's that? That's a good angle right there where you can tell, tell, tell the difference between the wings. Right, right. If you go back, so you look at that like lower in the front of the wheel side of the, uh, the chin spoiler piece itself is largely the same. But when you, um, when you look at like the winglets and, and like that kind of ends to the chin spoiler and the splitter on the, uh, the intakes, the grill surrounds uh, that's in carbon kind of ribbed. Uh, yep. It's just much more kind of edgy and. Yep. Um, I I don't know if the S has that vent on the fender. I'm not, I'll be honest. No, it doesn't. Doesn't it? Doesn't the the vent's not my bag, but I I kind of, like I don't know that I would want to cut a fender to install it. On, <laughs> on the cool. S you can, on the S you can get it, but just you know George yeah. has had a front end on on his. I kind of like it without. I kind of like it without too, but I mean, if you're gonna get an RSR, you gotta you gotta put it on. Yeah, yeah. If you're doing that that extreme of build. But like it was just really interesting seeing those cars together. It's kind of one of the unique things. Like, where else are you ever going to see 
other than like opt showroom in germany where are you ever going to see two of these together yeah um so cool I stuff mean, that's that's a credit to to Bajorn right there from abt i mean that's yeah. the reason why we chose those cars to be right in front yeah so uh bjorn Merrick, who's he's in uh, miami as well um down near yep. nish which is where ops north america's base he used to be their pr guy actually in germany so he was in um he was in kempton at their headquarters he gave me a tour once back when he was there and and uh um worked out of that space for a while and then when they wanted to like opt has been like over the years opt's been around since what the i mean well heck they, they've been around for 100 years doing like horseshoes and stuff for horses like um but but like in the in the volkswagen and audi uh as audi's kind of coming into volkswagen uh in the early days they get into it even they had dealerships even back in like the early 70s right so they've got like if you go back yeah. through their history they're, they're mining like b1s and c1s and whatever and um so they've been and, and they've raced with Audi, whether it was like the TTDTMs and like the, the B5 uh, touring cars after Audi pulled out, Ops bought a couple of them and ran them in the touring car series, running the TTM teams and Formula E. Um, they've been around, but they've they, it, during throughout that time, up until Bjorn took over in the US, they've been kind of hit or miss in their distribution in the US. So you got to take that. No, I, I just turned it off. Somehow my iPad was ringing, but I do have to run that. All right. Why don't we wrap it up? Um, dude, it, thank you so much for your time. It, it's just been, I know I wanted to catch up and kind of go through the event and get some background on it. Like I know some, but nobody better <laughs> than you to talk to, to, to get more. So no problem. Yeah. Thanks for making time in Dallas too. You're traveling. So I know I'm traveling for business. I know. I know. Hopefully I didn't bore your, your family out trying to stay quiet in the hotel room. <laughs> like, deal with, deal with you talking about cars for a couple hours. <laughs> and she's doing good but she's uh she can't be a pain in the butt too so i gotta definitely <laughs> i'm sure she might say the same about you so no, she, uh, she probably would <laughs> yeah all right man well right, be man. well thanks for your time all right man take take care lady Archie.